0: Hello and welcome to The Narrow Gate. This is Orla, your host again. Glad to be back with you. I hope you are well. This is episode 22 in the series we are doing on healing, growth, and transformation for the Christian. These episodes started a while ago, but the last few episodes were the beginning of showing you the process. So in the last episode, we looked at ways in which we, um, we could learn how to create happier relationships in our lives. And the key point in that podcast was that it all starts with you and your relationship with God. So these two areas must be addressed first before we start hoping to achieve relationships with other people that are healthy and satisfying. So we do this by getting to know yourself, but opening up to your relationship with God. Even Christians are not always open to a relationship with God. Sometimes they are blocked and they can be just living a religious life. Um, So this is very important in your own healing journey. Um, In an episode before that, if you look back to episode 20, I've also added that below for anyone who's only kind of catching up now. We talked about our emotional baggage and how that hinders our ability to have loving relationships today. In that episode, we learned that healing begins when you accept that it's not working and that you are sick and tired of going around in circles in um, relationships that are not working, behaviors that are not working, toxic relationships or even just dysfunctional relationships that are not satisfying and are harmful to you and there's too much drama and they take away your peace. And Things won't change until you are sick and tired of that cycle and then and only then can we change so last week anybody who was following or maybe sat and did some of the questions we identified the problem areas by asking ourselves certain questions different questions they are in that um episode below It's a self-inquiry to know where we are. So we break it down and we look at our physical health and ask us questions about our health, our emotional health, how are our relationships, our reactions, what sort of patterns are we in with relationships. We can have these patterns that are just habitual. And it's how we react, it's how we behave, and we keep drawing the same kind of relationship into our life, even if it's damaging. Um, and the third one would be your uh, your purpose in life, your work, your mission, your life purpose, or your career, if that's your life purpose. And so we look at all those and also look at our overall satisfaction in life, okay? Okay. So this whole area is absolutely huge. This is why there is so much written about personal development, spiritual growth and healing. So the area is huge. So we have to be ready to embark on a journey because it is a journey and it takes a long time. I am doing these podcasts just to start teaching people and uh, educating people on where the problems are and where you can change um, so that you can identify um, where you are on the journey and where you would like to be. I also want to let people know that I am working on a course to help people with these things. The course will be much more intense, much deeper, but it will be something that you can do by yourself It will be a seven-week course. That's the plan I am doing. And So in this course, um, I will go into more detail about how to become a more confident and happy you, a new and happy you, which is really the new creation, so that you can learn to move into that new self and the stages that you can go through to develop that confident, happy person that you are meant to be. Um, in the course, uh, it will bring you through your pain points, your problem areas, and help you to identify where you are being blocked. It could be a number of things, really, such as negative thinking, low self-esteem, limiting beliefs, anxiety, depression, fear of failure, inferiority. Many of these things could be blocking you. And it will help you to break through and uproot any of the dormant dreams that you have, which, which essentially is your potential, and things that you have been designed to do um, and that you want to do. So they have been blocked maybe because of the problems. So in the course you will start to uproot that joy, those uh, your hope and your dreams, um, and. We, so that you become this new and confident person and go about achieving those dreams and so living in your in your purpose okay so today now uh, we're looking at step 2 okay so i want you to first think about things that we looked at in step 1 and where are you now on the scale on a scale of not to 10 Where would you say you are in your overall satisfaction in life? How fulfilled do you feel right now in your life? Just write it on a piece of paper from 0 to 10. A 0 being very dissatisfied and very unhappy. I don't know what's wrong. You could be depressed all the way up to 10 where you feel completely satisfied and you are actually just moving from strength to strength. And it's very good to put this somewhere. When I was in the earlier stages of my journey, I would put this on my wall in front of my desk. And I had it there for a long time. Sometimes I might be three, very only three. And then as I developed and got more confident, move up to five and six. And then I was able to identify that I was making um, progress. So it's also a good guide for you about where you are now, where you want to go, and how you can move that way. And so you're monitoring your progress all along. So this is part of the journey, and it's also why I encourage you to journal, so that you can go back. You can go back and see where you were and and how you're progressing. So that's the idea of having a scale and a journal like that. Okay, so... um, for this episode, I would recommend again that you open your journal, take some notes, and start by reflecting on what came up for you in the first um, step. You can look again at that in episode 21, anyone who hasn't been following. But just to remind people, some of the questions we were looking at were how are your relationships today? Are they healthy, are they very bad, are they in a dangerous point, or are you looking for new relationships because you are progressing in your own journey and you want more healthy relationships? What about your work? Is it satisfying? Do you have work? Are you looking for work? Are you trying to grow a business? Where are you in that? Are there blocks? In your growth, do you have a fear of failure? Are you lacking confidence? What about your health? How is your health? How does your health have anything to do with your spiritual life? Do your relationships have anything to do with your health? Sometimes our emotional life can can have a detrimental effect on our health. So it could be something that's triggering it and causing stress and you are becoming physically ill. So what's going on with your health and why are you like that? What about your feelings of um, loneliness? Are you lonely when you are alone or are you content when you are alone? Are you lonely in a marriage? Are you lonely in a group? It's good to identify this because some people, especially when we're young, we think socializing should relieve our loneliness, but it doesn't. Not unless it's healthy, good, nourishing um, relationships. But just going out to a nightclub or bar, for instance, that would not relieve someone's loneliness. So keeping in mind, you and your relationship with God is where you start. And from there, we can then start building relationships with others. So I like to remind people as I go along, what is the goal? Where am I going with all this? Why am I doing this podcast? So our goal here is for you to unlock that part of you that holds the keys to your healing and releases your suppressed dreams and desires. Okay, so that's the goal. How do we do it? Well, prayer is essential. This is a Christian podcast. If you're not a Christian, please open yourself to the higher power, which is a God of love. The Christians believe in the God, the Father, Father of love, the Holy Spirit, is love and light, and Jesus Christ, the Son of God the Holy Trinity and within that it's all love and all light and we can trust in this power. We pray to the Holy Spirit on the journey and I pray as I teach also. So in this step I want you to go a little deeper. You do this by taking each problem and you work at it and you identify what's happening in each problem. So you don't just do it in five minutes you could spend the week at it you could take one problem at a time what about my health why is my health like this if it's a health problem you start by yes dealing with the symptoms if you have pain you have to deal with the pain if you have to see a doctor go see a doctor but they are the symptoms there's always the underlying problem which is spiritual and emotional so this, so Remember, if you are really in good health, emotionally, and spiritually, it should show also in a healthy body and a healthy mind. God is a healer. He is our healer. We must remember that also. Um, so just to go deeper with those questions that you looked at in step one. So go back in your journal and take them out and Go deeper. For example, you could ask something like, Where could all this be coming from? The broken relationships, my bad health. For example, if you're in a relationship and there's fighting and arguing and blaming and controlling, reacting, triggering, poor communication, a lack of trust, drama, pain, anger like that's all totally unhealthy, if you're in that, where is it coming from and why is it happening? It's not God's will, by the way, to be in that type of drama. And then at this point, it's really important if you are serious about healing and loving others and loving yourself and loving God, then you need to get ready to take personal responsibility for your part in this in the relationship, in your health, in your work, if there's any problems. We have to be adults. So this means it is time for you to step out of the drama, whatever your drama is at this point, and say, "Okay, I'm ready, I'm going to have a look. So you're stepping back and you're going to look at your situation objectively. You're not judging yourself, you're not shaming yourself and you're not blaming the other person. You're going to do this with a loving attitude, with compassion and love with God with you. And you're going to look with compassion at you and how you are in your life. The problem is when you're in this behavior, you're so in it that you can't see what's going on. Um, And so you're just being triggered. If you're in all this dysfunction for a long time, you're just being triggered and pinged right, left, and center from um, emotionally by other people who are not healthy. So you could be in a very, um, you know, a very bad relationship with someone. It could be your spouse even. And you could have one is codependent, the other is narcissistic and the narcissistic person is always antagonizing you and you're reacting and you're reacting. But your reaction is then becoming also toxic. And even though if you look at that dynamic between a narcissist and a codependent, it is true that the codependent has a more caring nature. But what happens is they become very toxic as well if they get really bad, and then their behavior starts getting really bad because the narcissist is always gaslighting you and hurting you. And so then you're starting to get into anger and reaction. So even if your intention was initially good, you then become unhealthy. And so that's where you need to take personal responsibility. I'm saying it more to the codependent person because People with narcissistic personality very rarely do the work. and They may not listen to a podcast like this. And if they do, they probably think we're all pathetic. (laughs) So I do sort of reach out to people who are more on that (coughs) codependent side. Now there is healing for any narcissist if they want it. But again, they have to take personal responsibility for their behavior. Okay so and if you are on this healing journey just keep in mind it's all about you healing you obviously with god's help so no blaming for that does not help you to go deeper and you can't you cannot get to the root if you are blaming others so if you want to get to the root cause of your problems stop blaming others and be willing to take personal responsibility. Step two, I'm calling these steps, they're just my own steps, they're not any other steps from any other program. I'm just using the word step because it is nice and easy to go step one, two, three. So be willing to take personal responsibility to get well. We can't change others, we can only change ourselves. Always keep telling yourself that. Again, we admit that we are powerless over others. If you have someone in your life and they're narcissistic or an alcoholic or they're very dangerous or you need to keep a distance from them, set boundaries with them, but you cannot change them. You are powerless over that and you have to acknowledge that. But you have power and control over yourself your own thinking, your own behavior, and your own reactions. So why not work in the realm that you have power and you can call on the Holy Spirit to guide you. At this point, I just want to say, because as I say, this is not a session. This is only for education purposes and for people who are healthy enough and well enough to do this work themselves. If you feel I've hit some points and you think, whoa, there's a lot of work there and I don't know if I can do that myself. That's good. That's acknowledging where you are. You can go and get a group support. You could go to your church and ask for any groups in the area, in the community. There's groups for people with depression, anxiety. There's 12-step groups for Al-Anon, for people who are um families or friends of alcoholics. If you're an alcoholic, you have AA groups, and so many groups that you go to. I recommend you talk to your pastor, priest, a therapist, counselor, or a life coach, or anyone that you can trust, and um, acknowledge that you are noticing there's areas. So the work you do now is to make a decision. Okay, so that's a big step. A decision is a big step, especially if you are someone who has addictions. So you are going to observe yourself daily. This is the work. This is the. This is the journey. It becomes a lifelong uh, waking up and becoming aware. So you start today, but you don't just start today and stop next week. It's, oh. I have to do this for the rest of my life? Yes, you do, but it gets easier. Observe yourself daily in all your interactions with others and your time spent alone. So you're watching yourself to get to know yourself and you can also pray and talk to God about your situation. And it's quite positive, actually. At the beginning, if you're in dysfunctional relationships, you're doing it so that you're um, setting boundaries and things like that. But when you get more healthy, I'm not setting so many boundaries, as many now, because I have set boundaries and I'm much freer and happier in my life. I have noticed lately now what I'm doing is I'm thinking, you know, I'm traveling at the moment. I tell people when I'm traveling, I'm in Asia at the moment and the thing i'm observing now is when i travel i have to maybe change accommodation i might have to get a grab i might have to get a train you know and all these changes i'm going to hit some sort of obstacle all the time and it gets very hot 32 degrees so i can get hot as well and then that could make me irritable if i'm not aware so that's just something i'm working on so as i travel there are always things you know, even yesterday I was moving to a different place and the grab didn't come and then he didn't wait and then it was hot and then I, my Wi-Fi was gone and here I was out in the street and he left and no Wi-Fi and it was 32 degrees, I all my bags. and But I was aware, I said, I had told myself, I said, Orla, you knew this was going to happen somewhere. So I said, yeah. So I tried to get back in, get my Wi-Fi book another cab and um stay calm, right? And then I get to the new place and they don't let you check in till 3 o'clock. And sometimes I used to think, why not? Why don't they let me? But now I changed my mind. I said, I must respect their boundaries. They're busy. Who am I to come in and demand anything? So I just sat quietly and I was much happier with that attitude that I had developed. I just sat quietly and waited for check-in. She checked me in early, and you know what happened? She upgraded me to a better room. I said nothing. I didn't say a word. I sat there quietly. I waited respectfully like I should. And um, I enjoyed waiting also. I had no Wi-Fi at the time, and that was good too because I was sitting quietly. And I could see that she was busy. And she put me in a room and she upgraded me. So I just show you sometimes it pays to be nice. Um, so observe yourself. And the other thing about when you're alone, it's a thing it's another area I'm going to be studying about learning to be alone and comfortable being alone. It's a really great skill I've been working on and I love it. So loneliness Being alone does not mean loneliness, but it can. So to look at yourself when you're alone. I'm going to go into that more because that's a huge topic, you know, because uh, some people are relationship addicted and they have a fear of being abandoned and fear of rejection. So when they're alone and a relationship doesn't work or a friend doesn't answer, they feel rejected. So that's actually unhealthy, but we can't. But it takes a long time to come out of that. Um, so a, a scripture that comes to mind here, and I've written it um, in the newsletter, is two Corinthians 10, 5, It says, "Take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ." So as Christians, we have Jesus Christ, who is like reigning above all things. I often think, oh, does God really care about this? And we do. As Christians we think, does God really care about my little problems? (laughs) Yes, he does. And does he really know how to fix something like this? Yes, he does. So, why are we taking thought captives? Because it's in the mind where we're losing our peace the mind. Joyce Myers always talks about the battlefield of the mind, but money, that is the teaching. Change your mind. If you're thinking negative, you're going to feel negative and you're going to behave negatively. So I just keep repeating and repeating because it takes us human beings a long time to become spiritual. Okay, so... Let me recap. We're coming to the end now. So make this a daily habit. Ask yourself, how do I feel? How are my relationships? Am I acting addictively? Do I have compulsions, obsessions? What am I thinking? What do I want? Get yourself into the present moment by asking yourself questions. You are now on your way to finding a method that will keep you in reality. So that's what this is about. Getting focused, getting centered, getting into reality and not living out there, outside of yourself. Get centered into yourself. So when you are interacting with others, you have more awareness and you don't get drawn into drama as much because you are centered and aware. You will learn to see the hooks, and the bait that people may use to manipulate you, control you, or gaslight you. And this will lead you into a life of less pain and more peace. So this is why we're doing the work. Your peace comes when you're aware. Some people are unhealthy, okay? They're not of God. They're ungodly. They're not following the ways. They're evil, the Bible says. So you are up against this as a Christian to keep in mind. You have to be aware. You have to be alert. So let's recap just before we finish. So what do you need to do to cultivate a better life and have more peace of mind and joy? I put it into seven short points here just to recap. Number one, awareness. Number two, An openness to God's help. Three, a willingness to learn. Four, a decision to find the truth about ourselves. Be honest with yourself. Ask questions. Five, decide to observe yourself so you do not miss out on the warning signs like triggers, emotional changes like anxiety, stress. Be aware. Six, Acknowledge the benefits of good relationships, true friendships, and a supportive community. 7. Ask yourself, am I capable of having true friendships that are loving, caring, and supportive? Am I willing to let others know me? And God also. And this is the beginning of healing our wounds and opening the doorway to true intimacy with ourselves, God, and others. So I hope you have found that useful. I'm not going to go on much longer. I like to keep these podcasts short. Next time we will go on to another step. And there will be more tips on how you can move forward and more into a life of peace and transformation in your relationships, improving your life, your work, your relationships, and most of all, that you would find your life purpose and do the will of God, but live joyfully and happily and healthily. So that's it. I'm going to leave it at that. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, just um, you can email me directly or you can just leave it in the comments below. As I say, I'm on a series here. There will be more of this content coming, and I am working on a course as well. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Have a good evening or morning, depending where you are. God bless. Bye-bye.